Before we start today's episode, I want to remind everybody, if you send, or I'm sorry, if you write an iTunes review. If you send it. If you write an iTunes review, you get two koozies for the whole month of June. I have a ton. Of, what are you doing right there? Yeah, found this basketball. <laughs> Unreal. I'm sending out. I have just loaded packages over there, Joe, of koozies. Yeah, yeah, you got a loaded package, all right. I do. So just drop your Twitter or Instagram handle in that iTunes review, and I will send out those koozies your way. And also, like Joe, you had also said, if they follow me, you, and at the Dirty Sports on Instagram, they also can get a koozie. We got a couple of like, I'm here for the koozies this week. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I'm I'm gonna be at the post office a lot. Do this it for week. the vine. Do it for the koozie. Do it for the koozie. So. Again, if you've already left an iTunes review, leave another one. Just drop your Twitter or Instagram handle or email us at dirtysports4545 at gmail.com, and uh, I will send that your way. All right, you ready to get this bad boy going? Yes. Let's do it. Welcome to, welcome to. The Dirty Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. With Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host. Andy Ruther, coming to you live tonight from the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host, Joey No Chill Prano. Hello, Andy. Are you going to hold on to that basketball? I like it. I don't know why you've been hiding this. I went to get a koozie. Because you're acting like a kid right now. Yeah, so what? Don't be tossing. We're, we're, doing, we're doing a sports podcast in your fucking studio apartment. We have OJ's Headshot, uh, Memorial to Harambe, a bunch of fucking, like, Bobbleheads? What? You're wearing sweatpants and USA socks? God, thank God for once you're not barefoot Indian style on the couch like you're a five-year-old getting ready for bed. When has this been an adult product that we've put out here? Suddenly you're like, well, it's a little immature. You should play with a basketball the whole time. Well, it's distracting is what I'm saying. Well. You tossing t- a basketball. Take Adderall up. or something, bro. I don't know what to tell you. But don't be tossing the basketball up and down. That's all I'm saying. Are you ball faking me now? Yeah. What is happening here? Michael Jordan back in the day. Oh. Yeah. I think it's nice. I think it adds a little to YouTube. Now, people that are listening on the audio are like, what's going on? I'm going to have to check out the YouTube. What is this little basketball brand I was talking about? It's a Jack Daniels Tennessee Honey. Shout out to. The official honey whiskey of the Dirty Sports Podcast. Shout out to Gino from Reno. Yeah. That's a Gino from Reno original. And uh, also a big shout out to some of the Real Fisherman crew. We now have a second Thor Game of Thrones bobblehead. What are the What are the odds in the same week? Crazy. Two. We got well. We got one a couple weeks ago. Okay. But, and then I brought. I finally brought it over this week, and it was like the second one was waiting for the arrival of the first one or something. I finally bring the first one over, and then the second Thor arrives the next day. Yeah. So we have two Thor bobbleheads. Yeah. I'm, just, in case, just in case one breaks. Which probably will happen. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't told anyone this yet. Uh, R.I.P. Tommy Lasorda. <laughs> Tommy Lasorda broke? Well, he was already, his head was already fucked up, and then his arm was just hanging. And then when I was dusting about two weeks ago. Dusting? <laughs> I love the dust now. 
I dust once a week in this place. It gets so dusty. So I was dusting the bobbleheads, you know, moving them around, and uh, I dropped him, and his arm fell off, and his head fell off. And I thought, well, it's probably symbolic of his actual current state of health, so I had to put him in the trash. Just shots fired at time of the sort of. <laughs> I'm just saying. He's an old guy. Yeah. And, you know, he's probably dying soon. Okay. And I'm not saying that the Ruther curse is Let, gonna, Yeah, let's just hope that you just let's just hope you reverse Ruther cursed him and now he lives till to be two hundred. The oldest man in history. Yeah. He's gonna be the last homophobe alive. <laughs> like two hundred years like uh, like hundred and eight years from now, there'll be no homophobes left. No. It'll just be time of the story to be like, you know what I like? Red sauce. You know what I hate? Gays. And you're like, jeez. <laughs> What year is this guy from? If uh, Like 1940. If only you were there, Joe. Like I got to witness Lasorda at LGBTQ night at Dodger Stadium in a box with all gay men and Tommy Lasorda. That was some pure entertainment. And his son's gay, correct? His son died. Of AIDS. Yeah. He basically... That was obviously before Magic bought the team. hi <laughs> You know who was not homophobic at all that night? And rest in peace, another... Dodgers legend who was could not have been more friendly with all of us. Don Newcomb was in the box too. Could not have been nicer. Could not have been more friendly. Lasorda not very friendly at all. Didn't like the vibe of uh, me and the gays. Didn't like taking pictures. Don Newcomb wanted to take. Actually, was offering. You guys want to take pictures? <laughs> Don Newcomb. Are you saying Don Newcomb's on the down low? <laughs> no. The, Don Newcomb recently passed away. I'm not saying. Let, let's replace the Don, Let's replace the time of the sort of bobblehead with a Don Newcomb bobblehead. Maybe get one of him like thrusting his hips, like it's a bobble waist. Don Newcomb, where the, he's just merengue. These uh, these Sunday night shows, they're lit. I already see the laughter. Let's let, let's bring him in here. Twerks with Wolves is back in the house. What say you, Twerks? I just uh, saw a great idea in the comments. What if you keep the Tommy Lasorda bobblehead and change the name to Mister Incognito? For Richie oh, Incognito, Grandpa dad. Incognito, yeah, I like it. Grandpa well, Incognito, bobblehead, just a headless fat Italian man. Yeah. Well, I already pitched Solid it. Solid idea. I like the idea, but he's already been thrown away. He's already long gone in the trash. But you know what? I might as well just get to this. As much as we want to talk NBA Finals, because we will, Stanley Cup Final, SEC allowing booze, dirtball calls, all the stuff that's going to happen on the rundown. There is an updated Richie Incognito story. Wow, you're leading with this. Well, he was just mentioned. Okay. The Dirtballs are good at finding stuff. This was from last year when he wasn't playing. This is an article from Bleacher Report from last July. This I, is a, this is classic Ruther, by the way, Twerks. He gets his teeth into something. You talk about I never let it go. <laughs> He'll be doing Richie Incognito stories for the next year of his life. This one's a good one. This one's a good one. Richie Incognito said last year that he has an He's like, I got another one. Richie Incognito stiffed a waitress at Applebee's. <laughs> Hot update before we get to the NBA Finals. Hold on a second. Richie Incognito said he had an interest in a political career after his playing days are over. He told TMZ Sports, I'm all about the land of opportunity. I'm about enriching everybody in America. And, you know, hopefully one day run for public office. I see myself as a public servant now. Now that I'm done playing, I love it. Or This is before he came back. I want to be a politician. And he said, no shock here. He revealed his passion for politics, and he was an early supporter of Donald Trump. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Incognito? He's like, He's like I'm pro-death penalty. In fact, I'm pro-going uh, <laughs> back to uh, decapitating people with a guillotine. 
Forget the electric chair. Is it guillotine or guillotine? I already said guillotine. Sure. Well, you're French now? No, but I. it's a French word. Sure. You're, are, you, are you also like croissant guy? <laughs> Hello, let me have a croissant. I do like to say ambiance instead of ambiance. Ambiance? Ambiance. Is that a... Yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> Is that a thing? It's a thing. Trust me. Sounds like how a stuttering person would say Jay-Z's wife. Ambiance. Uh, <laughs> well, what is the name of Jay-Z's wife? Ambiance. Uh, you want to talk a little NBA finals? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shooting hoops. Now that I got the incognito story out of the way. Okay, we're tied up. Game uh, two happened tonight. Yep. Ended about an hour ago. One and one. We got ourselves a series. Yep. Yeah, we do. Um, I mean, I don't... As well as the uh, game one went for the Toronto Raptors, and as well as Siakam played, and, you know, kind of an off-ish night for Kawhi in game one, I don't think anybody truly thought there's a strong shot that the Toronto Raptors take both games at home against the Golden State Warriors. I mean, this Warriors team, even without Kevin Durant, they're still they still have just so much experience. They've been there yeah. for so long, you know, the last basically five years. Um but it was there for the taking. It was. And uh the third quarter was a debacle. It couldn't hit a shot. Couldn't hit a shot. But yet still in the game down the stretch. But it, it basically what it comes down to is uh, no one really helped out tonight. There was It wasn't a big Siakam game. It uh, wasn't a big you know Gasol game. Gasol wasn't hitting threes like he was in game one. Uh, I think their second leading scorer was Van Fleet. Yeah, he hit 17. Um, Came no, down to that. Yeah. Kyle Lowry, I, I'm, I'm just – I'm not the guy to do this with professional athletes, but like Kyle Lowry in the playoffs – Pretty trash. Yeah. He's pretty trash. Like like career-wise. Career, like just career-wise. Yeah. Like generally. Sure. Just like just you can kind of count on him yeah. not ever showing up. I agree. He uh, he. I, is, I, I think he had one good game against Milwaukee, but for the most part, you're right. He just goes missing. He, he's but, a but no, it's not, it's not that even that he goes missing. He's just he's missing. Like he doesn't. You know, it's not like oh, there he's playing well, and then he just disappears. Like he just doesn't ever play well. Yeah, he just doesn't ever play above-average basketball from the point guard position. Like, think about if you go around the league and the teams that were made the playoffs, whose point guard consistently plays worse than Kyle Lowry? Like, what team? Like you, you go around the league. A lot of these teams have, you know, starish point guards. But even on the teams that don't have star point guards, they tend to be like really good players. I mean, at least Ben Simmons is doing like other things. He's Lowry's like the guy who's just there. You know, does that make sense? Like, 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 like. Start Jeremy Lin. Free Jeremy Lin. It's funny. I actually made that joke to uh, Twerks when we were watching the game. I'm serious. Free Jeremy Lin. No. Why not? No. You don't. Do you think Jeremy Lin could have given you 13 tonight? 
I mean, he doesn't have any playoff experience. Oh, Kyle Lowry does, by the way. Kyle Lowry yeah, has playoff experience. A lot. It's bad. Yeah, I know. It's bad. But Lynn wasn't even in the rotation before that. If, if fucking Twerks with Wolves was like, I'll drive you to spring training next year, or Trevor called up and he was like, I'll drive you to spring training next year. You have zero experience with Twerks with Wolves. Do you just trust him sight unseen? Or do you trust no air conditioning having crate? Like, remember all the trouble we had? Who are you taking? No experience whatsoever? This is a terrible, or a bad experience? This is a terrible analogy. This is, is the it? worst analogy. You're talking about hopping in a car, doing a straight shot on the 10 freeway to- You don't know if he's a good driver. Arizona. I bet he's a good driver. You're- why? Because of twerk sanity a couple years ago when he won the Indy 500? <laughs> so this, is, this is a terrible... I'm just saying you're talking about playoff experience like it, it, Kyle Lowry has playoff experience. He's not good in them. But hold on, Prano. If you're going to argue... Can you turn... I don't know what... It's fucking ESPN. <laughs> if, if, can you it, grab my it, remote? It's right there. On the, on the <laughs> it's, no. it's the ad on the bottom right corner. <laughs> it's where... Jesus Christ. Okay. If you are going to take... Can you give me the remote, though, please? If you're going to start anybody, it's going to be Van Fleet. Okay, but he plays plenty. No, he does, but if you're going to start anybody, you're going to start him. Um, okay, fine. Then start Van Fleet. Give give Jeremy Lin the Van Fleet bench minutes. But to just say Jeremy Lin's going to start, I, I think that's a stretch. Okay, fine. Sorry. Give him the minutes. Because Kyle Lowry is not good. In the playoffs. And he needs to be. Not can beat the Warriors, KD or not KD, if Kawhi Leonard scored 34 points and Van Fleet's your second score was 17, and that's it. Yeah. Now you got now you gotta turn your your volume down a little, it twerks. Jesus Christ, what's going on over here? You're just so easily distracted. Well, I'm just hearing things. I, I don't want I don't want them picking that up on you know, over here too. Uh basically it's coming down to role players. Yeah. That's what the series is going to come down to because the first game, they showed up. And not just role players. This includes starters. I'm saying outside of Clay and Steph. I mean, Clay carried Steph tonight. And then he got hurt. Yeah. So outside of Clay and Steph, who's going to step up for the Warriors? And outside of Kawhi, who's going to step Boogie up for the Raptors? Boogie stepped up for the Warriors tonight. Boogie, Boogie played, played a great. great game. But even, even if, you look, if you look at the stat line, and I have it pulled up here, not just Boogie. I mean, Bogut, seven minutes, three of three shooting. There's not much else you can ask him to do. Quinn, three of five from three-point range, nine points in 21 minutes. Boogie, like you said, Draymond had a great game. It's like, I don't know, man. I mean, they played great, and then the guys on the Raptors didn't play well at all. Yeah, I mean, and there was, there was two bad stretches for both teams. Uh, the Raptors wanted to start the second half. It was worse than the Warriors won in the fourth. But it was a close game down the stretch. Uh, look, I could see this being 2-2 when it comes back to Toronto. Yeah. No, I could too. I think it's going to be a seven-game series. Well, I think it all depends on also does KD play or not. Like, you look at how close these games are playing. I know KD, how hurt is he? Is he not hurt? But, like, Boogie Cousins has been out six months. Yeah. He came back, he played eight minutes or whatever it was in game one. He played how how many tonight? 30, 25? 
Um, well, and, and the thing is, from Toronto's standpoint, they still... Everyone wants to give so much credit to the Warriors' defense, and the Warriors did come out from the get-go playing better defense, but they just couldn't hit their shots. Right. I mean, the stat... Look at this stat. 11 of 38 from three-point range. It's not horrific, but it's pretty bad. It's awful, Joe. It's 28.9%. It's bad. You sh- you can't... Yeah. Sh- you can't... If you're playing the Golden State Warriors at home... You gotta shoot... I mean, but the thing is... Like, you gotta shoot at least 35%. Okay. I don't know if you got to shoot thirty five percent, but like from three range, twenty eight's bad. But it's not. It's not like oh, it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. I'm saying if you if you watch that game, even in the fourth quarter, they were missing so what many. What the Warriors shoot from three? The Warriors didn't shoot the ball that well either, but they shot it a lot better. Thirteen of 38 percent. I'm saying the, the Raptors got a lot more shots. The Raptors had twelve more shots in the game. Yeah. They just couldn't hit their shots. Yeah, because nobody stepped up. I think it could go seven, but they need those guys. They need one guy every game to at least, like, you know, elevate himself to the point, like, you don't need to get 32 points from Siakam, but it'd be nice if Pau Gasol, or sorry, Marcus All like, hit a couple shots. It'd be yeah. nice if anybody was drawing any other attention besides Kawhi. Sure. Which tonight, yeah, Van Fleet would played okay and certainly a nice game for him, 17 points, but like that's not that ain't it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Steph didn't play that well. Steph was 6 of 17, 3 of 10 from three-point range. Well, Steph uh had food poisoning and cancer. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know if you heard that. Was that breaking before game news? Yeah, that was breaking. Yeah. Yeah. That's why those, you know, when once Steph goes 0 for 3 to start a game, have you noticed he goes to the bench and people come over and they're like putting flashlights in his eyes, see if his <laughs> pupils are dilating? At one point, somebody took his pulse because they thought they might, they thought he might have died. They were like, what you, where's, what's, your, what's your resting heart rate at right now? Because that's the deal. If Steph's not playing well, Steph's hurt. The groaning, the wincing. The facial expressions. He does it more than anyone on the team, on both teams. You know what I love about Clay? Clay just plays. And, and I noticed even when... The same with Kawhi. Clay and Kawhi, they just... They just play. Even when Clay got hurt, he's slapping his arm like the foul, just saying foul. Like, he's not... You could see his face was more anger that he fucked up his hamstring or whatever it was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It wasn't... Being a little bitch. Steph, I don't know, man. You know what else is kind of funny about Steph? And no one's talking about this. Everybody's talking about LeBron and Hollywood. Steph is all up in Hollywood. Yeah. So, they I don't know if you saw it. They showed a preview for a new show coming out where he's oh, an executive holy producer. Holy moly. Holy moly. Yeah. Steph is an executive producer of that. He was also the executive producer... I went to this movie with my mom. You know, she's like a religious person. It was like one of those where the kid falls in the ice. Okay, that is that is that a genre? It, it, no, it's, it's like one of those you like know, it's one of those kids fall in the ice like movies? miracle stories. Okay, and it was out in the theaters. And, and, it's, uh, and it's a it's a Jesus thing. G. Never mind. It's a it's a it's a Jesus thing. Yeah, it's kind of like a religious thing. But Steph was the executive producer of that. I didn't know. I went to the movie with my mom. You know, it's like one of those PG, like. I mean, executive producer means he handed somebody a bunch of money. But my point is, Steph's very—he's very involved in Hollywood. I just, I just, 
again, it's a thing where nobody's saying anything about it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, he does tons of commercials. Whatever. Like, I, 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 hold on. I, I don't care, but it's just, I just find it ironic how it's like, oh, wait, Steph should be focused on basketball, not promoting holy moly. What is holy moly, by the way? It's like miniature golf meets wipeout. And, and, is, and Rob Riggle's going to yell, so, you know, that'll be exciting. That'll is be is Rob Riggle hosting it? Yeah, well, he, I think he's one of the hosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy moly! And they're like, <laughs> uh, can you go bigger? He's like, can I go bigger? That's what I do! <laughs> you love Rob Riggle. Yeah. You know me. If there's one thing I like, it's big, loud comedy. Yeah. You're a fan, the, aren't you? The louder, the better. That's yeah. what I say. You loved Gallagher, all-time great, right? All-time great, yeah. Carrot Top? By the, by the way, Gallagher was just smashing pumpkins. He wasn't really yelling that much. Watermelons. Yeah. What'd well, I say? Pumpkins. That, uh, that was a band. Yeah. <laughs> smashing pumpkins. <laughs> although, although, I feel like in 2019, the watermelons could be deemed racist against black people because of like the old... I mean, it couldn't until right now. I mean, what the fuck was that about? I'm just saying... People he, he wasn't smashing grape soda. <laughs> Fucking take, take it easy. Was that a bad angle to try to work that in? Smashing watermelons like he's a fucking trumper or something like that? I don't know, man. I'm just, I, think I'm just, were, I think they were just the biggest fruit at the time. Yeah. You ever see that Chappelle Besides show? Elton John. Hi-oh! Dad jokes. <laughs> you ever see that Chappelle show sketch, Black Gallagher? Yeah, of where course. He sh- where he shoots the watermelons? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So who do you like these next two games? I like them. I like I like both like, both teams. One are you, and one. Are you leaning towards anybody for the series? Yeah, because yeah, I'm leaning toward the Warriors because I feel like they are gonna make Kevin Durant come back. I feel like Kevin Durant's come back. I like Raptors in seven with no Kevin Durant. Okay. I like Warriors in whatever with Kevin Durant. Do we think Kevin Durant, when Kevin Durant comes but does back. Kevin Durant come back? I don't know. But now now Steve Kerr is talking about he'll play on one one practice worth of, you know, whatever. And and like a hobbled Kevin Durant is still a seven foot tall shooting guard. Like, you know, you can you can use him. He can be effective. Yeah. While not being at 100 percent. Sure. I don't think he's going to be on the fucking, you know. Bench every three minutes getting fluids if he misses three shots. Maybe like make sure his heart's still beating. Is he okay? Do you not like Steph at this point? I don't like Steph at this point. I think he's be I think he's turned like the funny thing for me with Steph is like the like I, I find Warriors fans and Steph defenders to be like blind like a lot of people love to like say like LeBron's a flopper and and the floppets the Rockets are floppers and like look at what James Harden does like Steph is as bad at that as literally anybody in the league. Anytime he takes a jump shot, he's flailing. He's trying to land on people. He's trying to get the thing like the idea that people would criticize James Harden like well they all do it. Steph does that every. Jump shot. They all do it. And he's whining, and he's throwing his fucking mouth guard. He's throwing his mouth guard twice at referees. He got he got a technical at the end of this game. Like, you know, he was fined five thousand dollars for flopping in an NBA playoff game. Like, Are they still fining people for that? Whatever happened to that? I think that, yeah, the NBA was just like, yeah, we're fining people, and then they weren't fining people. Um, but like that—that's my thing. Is like. 
I I hate it when people somehow like skate through. You mean they're like cherry picking? Yeah, it's like oh, critiques. James Harden's a flopper because every yeah. time he shoots a three, he's like begging for a foul. It's like, do you watch Warriors basketball? Yeah, that is Steph Curry. Literally Clay, every Clay time. Clay does it too. Yeah, Clay does it too. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like okay. And then also, I mean, it's just the the hilarity that there are people out there, like. I mean, look at the Steph game tonight, you know, and that was the tweet I put out on Dirty Sports. It's like Steph Steph has disappeared in numerous finals games, but people have the audacity to ever put him up there, you know, in the conversation with LeBron James of the world. Um, like, oh, well, he's about to win his fourth. Great, man. It's team game. Like, I, I saw disappeared I, in I, NBA Finals games. Well, it's it's interesting that you bring that up because I, you know, I like to go to the ringer, and I don't always agree a lot of times with the writers. Well, there's like, first of all, there's 200 of them sure. all doing different things. I think they have 30 people that are just work exclusively in Game of Thrones memes. Yeah. Like. Anyway, I I don't I forget which writer it was, but I skimmed through it, and I, to be honest, I couldn't fully read the article, Prano, because I just didn't agree with enough of what it was saying, and I just thought it was absurd. And the premise of the article was kind of what you're saying as far as he doesn't need a finals MVP to justify his career, to validate his career. And I completely disagree with that. And, and then I went through, and then I, you know, I fell down that fucking rabbit hole. I mean, I don't disagree with that, but the thing is... is I like, think you do. N- n- name one, and this is what I thought of, name one huge all-time top 10 player who doesn't have a... Like, like, like most of them have finals MVPs. But again, that's, that's fine, but... Uh, Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing, David Robinson, like those guys aren't top ten. Okay, well Steph Curry's not a top ten NBA player of all time. So, which is my point though. But he's not one with a Finals MVP. Steph Curry's not a top ten NBA player of all time. The end. With one, without one, I don't care. Yeah, Dwayne Wade's got one. Dwayne Wade's not a top ten NBA player of all time. The end. We done here? That's- Kobe Bryant has two. Kobe Bryant's not a top ten NBA player of all time. The end. The Dwayne Wade uh, Steph comp is pretty interesting, as far as where you're going to rank them all time. Uh, you're going to rank Steph higher because he changed the game in terms of his shooting. Sure, and he will ha- end up having a bunch of titles, and. He was the best player on a title team. Let me ask you this. He was the single best player on a team that won a title. Which again, Dwayne Wade probably was, although like he certainly emerged as the best player in the finals with Shaq, but like Shaq left the team, they won all these titles. He left the team, he went to the Miami Heat, they won the title. Like that 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 team's still built around the idea of Shaq a little bit. Like you still have to defend the Shaq. Yeah, for sure. Now, a young Dwayne Wade scores thirty five points a game and wins the Finals MVP. Okay, but you always have to k- take in consideration the matchup. Like that was that Mavs team with Dirk. Who was guarding Dwayne Wade? You know. Yeah. Do, can you name their fucking backcourt in those days? Like uh, Michael Finley, like. Who else was on that besides Finley? Right. Terry wasn't on them yet. No. It's like a totally different team than 
when they when they win their title. It's like what what people love to do is they love to be like, oh well, Kobe played so well in the playoffs prior to the finals, but then Shaq had all the finals MVPs. Like Kobe played well prior to the finals. So you mean on the way to the finals when Shaq had to go through Duncan, Weber, Garnett, Amari Stoudemire, all these guys. Then Kobe's playing fucking well in the finals. We're going being guarded by what Eric Snow? Yeah, and fucking Reggie Miller. Well, if there was a finals for Steph to win MVP, that means this one. Sure. First, I got to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, I got to win. And is he the finals MVP right now? If they win, I mean Clay outplayed him tonight, hands down. Sure, Clay had a great game. And uh, I believe Clay had 21 the first game. Steph, Steph had 30 the first game. It'd be between those two guys right now. Sure. Although Draymond, you know, he had a triple-double the first but game. The fi- but the, again, that's the beauty of the Warriors. That's why the Warriors are the Warriors. Because we're having this conversation. So the idea that Steph needs, it's like... It's like with the, with the they're Raptors. They're a great team. I know what you're saying. Flip the script with the Raptors. We're just saying, if there's an MVP, it's going to be Kawhi. Without a doubt. Of course. Because he's the guy. Yeah. And on this Warriors team, they have three finals. Steph didn't win one. Then everybody arguing, oh, Kevin Durant, uh, you know, this team's better without Durant. It's like, first of all, that's clearly not true at this point. And second of all, he's the one with the two finals MVP. He's the one with the dagger in, in the first, you know, finals against the Cavs that he was part of it's like the beauty of this Warriors team is they're hella deep and everybody contributes but are they deep well first of all they're I don't think they're deep on the bench well first of all they're they've been crazy deep in the past they But, but this isn't the past right they've been crazy deep in the past they're now just like a regular deep team like yeah, they're, they're deeper than a lot of teams. Well, I mean, they're, they had Boogie coming off the bench tonight. They still have Sean Livingston well, coming Boogie, off the Boogie bench. Boogie started tonight. Okay, Sean Livingston. Like, there's still guys who come off the bench who contribute. That on other teams, you'd be like, oh, fucking Quinn Cook on the, you know, the Raptors. Like, oh, nice little piece for them. Like, you kind of shrug them aside because they are forget deep in terms of the bench. They're deep in terms of starting lineup. You oh, have for four sure. NBA All Star. No, starting lineup. 100% deep, but I'm saying bench-wise, they're not as deep as they once were. I mean, I mean, think about it. In- I mean, you just said the bogut. You just said the, like... 2015? Yeah. that's You mean before they had to also pay Kevin Durant? Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying, like... Sure, exactly. Th- they, they were deeper. They were deeper. But, like, in the past, they had David West. In the past, they had, like... David they've, Lee. They've always been deep. And they're still deep. They're just not as deep as as compared to themselves. Sure. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And that's why, though, I think this... Their team has... This series is going to... Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Draymond Dream, Boogie Cousins. They're deep. Yeah. They're they're a deep team. Starting-wise. They have all those guys. Sure. Yeah. Sean Livingston, Andre Iguodala. How many guys do you play in the NBA? In, In the NBA playoffs? Eight? Nine? Like, Looney's not a bad player. Yeah, and he was out tonight. It's going to come down to the. It's gonna come down to those but guys. But that's also why, like, I just don't think Steph's career is or is not defined by a finals MVP because 
that is not what makes the Warriors. It's not Ke- it's not Steph Curry and the Warriors. Yeah. LeBron James is dragging around fucking no one to the NBA finals. Michael Jordan, yeah, he had Scottie Pippen and like, you know, maybe you're underrating how important Scottie Pippen was and Shaq is had Kobe and like whatever, but like we're talking about he has a fucking full-on roster. Yeah, yeah. None of those teams have that. That's why it's also offensive to compare him to LeBron James and to be that person. It's fucking stupid. No one's doing that. Oh, lots of people are doing it. Go on the internet. Well, Wake up. Turn on your phone sometime. I know. I know. Dumb people are doing that. Most people are not doing that. It's just idiots. I'm not even going to name names. We know who's doing that. I mean, like... We're, we're Steph Curry being caught on camera doing one, two, three, four away from like having a meme that people like millions of people pull out whenever they want to discredit somebody. It's like the NBA, like people, bottom line is people are dumb. Yeah. It's a good bottom line. Yeah. People are stupid. Yeah. Kobe Bryant was maybe the best player on two NBA title teams. And I'm going hard maybe on that. Tell that to uh, L.A. The Kobe yeah. jerseys are in full force well, in Venice Beach on the weekends. Yeah. I don't know, man. All I know is that uh I'm really stoked for this series. Yeah. Should be fun. I, I think I think it comes back if Kevin Durant doesn't play, I think that it comes back to Toronto two two. And we're and also we're kind of counting on the Ruther curse here. You're Warriors in six. The whole world is waiting to see if you undo the fucking the, Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors dynasty. And if I do? We just need you to call an undefeated Patriots season this year. That's what we need you to do. We need you to say, like, Patriots are winning the Super Bowl. We need you all in on – we need you to start taking things down. Trump's definitely winning the next election. Like, oh, yeah. Let's go. Trump's winning. Great. See? 100% Trump's winning. Not that I want want him to win, but Trump's winning. I'm all in on that one. I, I've been all in on that one. No one's touching Trump. No one's touching him. You know what else I'm all in on? Seeking. Oh, no. <laughs> Cursing our sponsors. <laughs> I will actually be in the Bay Area this weekend, which means I could possibly go to game four. You going to go to game four? Maybe. Friday night. Gonna pull open that SeatGeek app, see how much those tickets for are. I, I know how much they are. How much? Ten dollars less than you think they are. That's right. With promo code Dirty. That's correct. SeatGeek. That'd be pretty cool, man. I've never been to an NBA Finals, especially uh, the last possible time I could see them at the Oracle since they're moving to San Francisco next year. That could potentially be their last game. Game four. Could be. Ooh, good point. You can be at the last ever game at Oracle. So I have to open my SeatGeek app. Guys, if you haven't used SeatGeek, use it now. That's also part of the Koozie Bonanza. So if you take a screenshot using promo code DIRTY, I will send you some koozies. Because best of all, like Joe just said, all listeners get $10 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Guys, SeatGeek supports our show, so we hope you support them as well. Use our promo code DIRTY for $10 off your first purchase. You can use that for concert tickets, sports, comedy, whatever you want. Remember, that's promo code DIRTY for $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Father's Day is a couple Sundays from now. Take your take your dad to a ball game. Take your dad to a ball Come game. Come on. Take your dad to a ball game. He took you to a ball game when you were a kid. He protected you from foul balls. Now you take your elderly man to a ball game, protect him from foul balls. That's right. 
You know what? Get them some good seats, too. Get them some seats in the uh, attentive field level section. Yeah. The competent and attentive field level. Or maybe use those uh, those SeatGeek promo codes to go see a Stanley Cup final. Ooh, Stanley Cup finals. Did you watch that game last night? I did. I watched Curse it. Curse the Blues. You've cursed. The, I did the, not curse their, the Blues. Their, their goalie was playing fantastic. I said now I the, wanted them now, to win. Now the guy's getting fucking pulled in the second period. Yeah, they can't. They can't. They can't stop anything. I, I said I wanted them to win. Is that a curse? I'm just saying. You guys are just tossing everything my way. Like I'm just cursing everything. Yeah, basically, you just like you touch. It's like Aladdin's lamp. You know, you touch it and it turns to shit. You're like you're like the opposite of Midas. You're like you have the shit touch. What's the Midas saying? Well, Midas, he touches things and they turn to gold. You know, you oh. touch things and they turn to shit. Okay, well, that's very so up- Ruther, Ruther touch. It's very uplifting. Yeah. Good, to, good to know all the ladies listening out there. Uh, yes, uh, I will ruin your life. Okay, so I did watch the Stanley Cup final, and I have a lot to say. First of all, oh, here we go. Well, I have a lot to say about the final, the the Stanley Cup final. This is what I did not know. Games two and three. And I tweeted this out. Somebody said it's been happening uh, more recently. Games two and three are not on NBC. They're on NBCSN. I've been telling you this the whole time. What are you talking about? I made this complaint. The next few games are on NBC, though. Okay. So so my point is this. Whenever they have something better, they put it on. No, 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 no. No one's watching. They don't have anything better. This is my, this is my beef. This is a major problem with the NHL. The National Hockey League has a major problem. You know what was on NBC? Something that's going to draw more ratings than the hockey game. Well, at least I know it's different depending on your time zone. Out here in Los Angeles, on NBC, at 5 o'clock when the game started yesterday, was the nightly Saturday news mm-hmm. followed by Dateline. People love Dateline, bro. People oh. murdering their wives. Yeah, but hold on a second. I know people love Dateline. It's popular. But you're telling me. I'm telling you more people are watching it than the Stanley Cup final. That's what I'm telling you. There's no fucking way. Welcome to the world. Sorry, hockey fans. This isn't, this is how TV works. People fucking tweeting, save, you know, AP bio or whatever it is. Save fucking young Sheldon. Bring back Veronica Mars. There's only one reason in the history of television, except for that Roseanne show, that a show's ever been canceled because no one's watching it. That's why shows get canceled. It's the one reason, unless you're Roseanne. That was a weird. That was a weird one. She's writing racist tweets. That's a 2019 reason. Before 2019, no reason a show got canceled. The re- if that was shit was gonna draw, it'd be on NBC. I promise you. Yeah, I promise you. We're not talking about an ABC, ESPN crossover. Same, you know, both owned by Disney, the worldwide leader in sports. We're talking about NBC Sports Network. Twerks, do you have cable? No. You don't have cable. Do you have, uh, what do you do? You stream everything? Uh, yeah, I have I have Sling, Netflix, and Hulu. Ruther, you have cable. Yeah, I'm not the only one who has cable. What channel is NBC Sports? You watched a hockey game yesterday. It's in the 300s because I know all the sports ones are. It's like... What's TNT? 42. Okay. What's ESPN? 300. What's ABC? 7. What's Fox? 11. You don't know where NBC Sports is. They're putting it there because no one watches hockey. Sorry to tell you. But that's my point. That's exactly my point is that 
they need the NHL as a fucking league. They were man. showing it on the Golf Network last year. They're showing it on the Golf Network. As a league. They need to get every single Stanley Cup final game on NBC. That's not how it works. NBC, it's a business, dude. They're putting on what's going to get more attention. I just refuse to believe that more people are watching Dateline. Well, they can't put Dateline on NBC Sports, right? They got programming, bro. Then why are they doing the other Stanley Cup final games on NBC? It's they a, it's they a, must not have something air then. It's a Saturday night. No, I already looked at the schedule. The next few games, which are on weeknights, are airing on NBC. Right. So, so no, but hold on. This is the argument. They're choosing, they're saying this. I don't know what's confusing you here at this point. No, no, this is, this is what I'm saying, Brandon. Listen to me out. Hear me out. Weeknight television gets good ratings. Yeah. You're telling me. That they'd rather bump one of their like popular sitcoms or shows. We don't know what the what what those shows they're bumping are. We don't know instead if of a is, Saturday we don't night. Know if it's in reruns, if it's not in reruns, it's the spring. This it's the summer. It's rerun season, right? Who watches network television anymore? If you had to, if you had to, if you had to boil it down to one group, can we can we look this up? Who watches network television these days? Old you, people. Correct. Who's home on a Saturday night watching Dateline? Old people. You got it. Now we're starting to fucking unwrap this onion, buddy. But hold on. You're telling me, again. Who's watching hockey? Me? Nobody. That's the answer. Nobody's watching hockey. Except, like, a bunch of people in St. Louis and a bunch of people in Boston. And, like, wild sports fans. If hockey were popular, that shit would be on NBC. I promise you. What about Canada? Canada hasn't been in the fucking Stanley Cup final Canada's more successful at basketball than they are at hockey at this point. As a casual and very casual hockey fan, as you guys know, I enjoy the. I do enjoy watching the playoff games. In fact, I've only been to one, but the playoff game I went to was amazing. Out here, it was the Ducks against the Kings. It was the last year that the Kings won when Jonathan Quick was playing great in the playoffs as a goalie. I'm just saying, they're fun fucking games to watch. The atmosphere last night, even though St. Louis got their ass kicked, the atmosphere in that arena is fun to watch. I just, I refuse to believe, and I don't know, it's probably going to be a tough find for twerks. Jesus. I refuse to believe that Dateline is getting better ratings. I don't know what to tell you. Can we find what the ratings are for the Stanley Cup playoffs? By the way, Dateline crushes it. Do you not know anything about Dateline? You know how long Dateline's been on the air? A long time. Yeah. And as he looks that up, shout out to Bobby Jarvis with a a twenty dollar do donation. Hot fire in the donation bin. So you guys need another dirt ball Midwest meetup this year. Loved it last year. Okay, Twerks, do we have something on this? Yeah. So most recent, I guess uh, ratings they have is five point two six million viewers for, for one for game one of NBC's coverage of five point two six million. There's no way Dateline is getting 5 million viewers on a Saturday night. I'm going to look up Dateline right now. Okay. I could be wrong. Could be. I'm probably going to be wrong. But it's also they're making a decision based on the day and the time and what else is on. Dateline's a fucking big show, dude. Dateline's been on for 30 years. It, that's very depressing for hockey, though. I, I've been telling you this for fucking years. God, no one listens to me. 
It's very you depressing. You called me out on the AIDS thing again the other day. I I stay consistent with my fucking I, – I, I keep spitting facts here, Ruther. You don't believe me? Got in the car the other day. Oh, my God. Talking about AIDS again. Oh, my God. We, you, you, you once again refuse to accept you do not get AIDS no, from no, no, straight no, no, vaginal no, no, no. sex. Hold on a second. You're like, you were like, nah, Prano's been saying this for years. Fucking Hold on. Let's set, let's set up the premise. We were driving to the Dodgers game. As you guys know, the traffic here is ridiculous. That's why quality of life is so much better than the Midwest. We were driving to the Dodgers game. It took about an hour and a half. And it was me, Joe, his manager, and my friend. And you got a lot to talk about when you're stuck in a car for an hour and a half going 13 miles. And the AIDS discussion was brought up again. I wasn't disagreeing. I was saying you should share these facts with the two women in the car about how people contract AIDS and the percentages and the breakdown. I wasn't disagreeing. I was just saying... You were like, he's been saying this for years. I don't know how much true it is. Blah, 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 blah. We had to pull up the facts. What did we come up with? Like four in 10,000 of every 10,000 AIDS cases, AIDS cases, not even AIDS cases, HIV cases, four of them are from inserting your penis into a vagina. Four out of 10,000. zero, zero, eight. Point zero 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 eight, and eight eight out of ten thousand was penis in vagina from female contracting. Correct. You ain't getting AIDS from P in V. You're but not getting it. I, I don't want to be preaching that. I mean, wrap it up, guys. I I'm mean, just saying. yeah. I'm just saying. In your life, with all the sex you've had, you're still under one percent. I'll take it as a compliment of all the sex I've had. You heard it here first. I mean, you're still under, well, you're still way under 1%. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's 1 in 2,500. I see Twerks is chomping at the bit to hop in here with some numbers for us. All right, so Dateline, their season average right now for uh, viewers is 3.3 million. And the most recent poll they got was the most recent data is from may 31st of this year was so last three week. million yeah so three million last week so i'm right you said five million the first game of the stanley cup playoffs yeah so but you're not putting dateline on three you're not putting dateline on nbc sports on a saturday and it's drawing three million people because no one knows where the fuck that is so put it on cnbc ruther dateline sometimes is on what CNBC. Are, what like what like what aren't you following here there's there's a million people working in NBC Universal's program department, and they know that this is the fucking move. The reason NBC, the reason that that hockey game got five million people is because they put it on NBC. How many people watched the hockey game on NBC Sports? Well, it's, it's a delay. He's not going to have those numbers yet. You could try to look it up, but it usually takes a few days. Okay, look up the last game that was on NBC Sports. It's be significantly less. I guess I'm just kind of depressed. That's what it is. Like for the st- like since when are you a guy who cares about like the livelihood of hockey? Because, I've been telling you for a, forever. No one watches hockey. Hold on, I don't. But this you is how many people watch the fucking Super Bowl. But this is my point. This is all I'm saying. My point is this: we have four four major American sports. I don't even want to call us American. It's it's basically Canadian sport. But you have basketball. North American. Yeah, sports. North American. Basketball, baseball, football, hockey. Can you imagine if the World Series was on Fox Sports instead of Fox? Can you imagine if the Super Bowl was on CBS SN? Or C- I'm sorry, CBS Sports 
instead of CBS. By the way, if I open my ESPN app, it gives me as my favorites. I'm not as my favorites. Those are my favorite teams. It gives me as the first options, NBA, NFL, NCAA, MLB, and then NHL. Yeah, I noticed that tonight or today too. Yeah. So just in case you're wondering of the fucking four major sports, it's below college football. I just think this is a pro- again as a guy who doesn't know shit about the sport. Th- it, this is depressing that a major you're like, sport. You're like a you're like the WNBA player who wants like equal pay. It's like there's no reasons, no no there's no, reasons no, 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 no. Behind this. I know there's reasons and we're discussing it. I guess I'm more so start talking hockey on the Dirty Sports podcast. More you shot down literally every hockey correspondent that's ever fucking like we don't care about hockey. This is the first time you've talked hockey in forever. I've tried to strong arm you into talking hockey. Well, that's we a literally lie. shoehorned hockey into the show when you went on vacation. That's the a first lie. time hockey was talked about on the show, and literally since Alexis was removed from the show was when you were gone and Tug and I talked NHL fucking playoffs. That's, that's a lie. I, I never put out a disclaimer that a refusal to discuss hockey would okay. happen. Behind the scenes, have, you have been anti the discussion of hockey on this show. Yeah, I don't give a shit. See? So you are the reason that hockey is not important. I guess I'm surprised. That's all I'm saying. Jeez, man. I didn't think there was more of Andy Ruther's out he there. He is spinning lobster meme right now. I guess I'm surprised. Looks like Aaron's cut, got, caught some more updates. What we got? Yeah, so you last asked about... The ratings for NBC Sports, right? Yeah. Okay. So for the Stanley Cup playoffs this year, they averaged 1.073 million viewers. So just over a million. So basically what the amount of people that watch Judge Judy. <laughs> okay. That's for the playoffs. Again, again, that's the regular playoffs. I'm talking the finals. Anyway, I think we've beaten this into the bush. That's not a saying, but yeah, I agree. <laughs> you, you know, I'm beating this into the bush. We're not even beating bushes now. We're beating things until they go into it's the bushes. Rutherism remix. Is this the Homer Simpson meme? We're beating <laughs> it into the bush. It's a Rutherism remix. Hockey's just going into the bush. Well, I'm gonna hop into the comment section real okay. quick. Yeah, we we just addressed that. Thank you, Aaron. Where have you been? Uh, Calvin says. Bad deal in the last collective bargaining agreement. NHL didn't have enough pool to get on NBC at all. The league gave concessions like being on Golf Channel and NBC SN for playoffs. But that's my point. That's on the NHL. Yeah, collective bargaining agreement. When when the NFL does their collective bargaining agreement, people are stabbing each other for the rights to play their games. Yeah. Twitter's getting involved. Fucking Facebook's broadcasting Amazon. games. You know, you're not... You're, you know, TBS ain't getting the NFL anytime soon. Yeah. No, I know. I, I know all that. Football is king. But it, it did make me wonder last night as I was watching the game. And I want to ask your opinion on this. Okay. Of the four major sports, mm-hmm. what is the most difficult to be a play-by-play commentator? I think the NHL is without a doubt the hardest. There's so much action. There's so many things going on. I think of all the sports, that would be the toughest to call. And the names are foreign and long. Yeah, I mean, from the speed of it and, like, like calling the this pass to this guy, it's also so hard to determine, like, who's who. You know what I mean? That's what I'm like saying. The, 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 the people on the ice are changing so much. I think, I think it's... How more, do you rank them is what I want. I think it's most difficult to be a good... Baseball play-by-play guy because it's so slow. Because no, from a play-by-play standpoint, because 
you have to be able to recognize so much intricacy to that where I think a lot of guys get away with being like mediocre at it, but like a shitty play by play guy, like, and, and by the way, Joe, I think Joe Buck's fine, but like Joe, but like they're the guy, a lot of times the shitty play by play guy in baseball will just go breaking ball, fastball. Yeah. You know what I mean? The good ones are like slider. Change up, screwballs. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, not a lot of screwballs being thrown these days. But yeah, <laughs> there's the spitter. What is a screwball? I don't yeah. even know what that is. It's uh, it's the reverse. You, you fuck, you fucking do your arm. It's it's weird and hard. No, no more screwballs, huh? Yeah, yeah, they're not even letting guys throw fucking eighty pitches anymore. Joe, really. you're my little screwball. But um, I think it's hardest to be a great baseball guy, but. Uh, from just a general, I agree with you. Hockey. That's what I was thinking. They, they, guys going on and off the ice, I'd just be like, that guy to that guy, beard to the other beard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's got some long Russian or yeah. Czechoslovakian name or some shit. So that's what I was thinking when I was watching the game yesterday. I was like, what? This would be the most difficult to call. Then you're putting baseball after that. I'm talking about as far as difficulty. Yeah. I'm going hockey, baseball, I guess. I think football's the easiest. Yeah. Agreed? Yeah. Because there's so much downtime in football, and you know plays develop, and then they're over. Basketball is pretty easy too. I I feel like, but yeah, I'd, I'd go hockey, baseball. But I'd say hockey's the hardest, but baseball's the hardest to be good at. Did you notice in game one that Breen didn't want to say Drake's name? Did Did you I, have the audio on game one? Uh, were you watching at a bar? I'm trying to think where I watched game one. I don't know at this point. My life's a blur. So I, I forget. Like watch it I forget who it was. Somebody on the Warriors dives into Drake's area, and why is Breen not saying Drake? I don't know. And that was like a mini conspiracy. Was that did the NBA tell him to do that? Somebody dives right into Drake, and Breen goes dives into you know whose area, hmm. and then Van Gundy and Jackson both called him out. They say, "Are you not trying to say his name?" And Breen goes, "I was trying to go." at least one half, maybe the whole game, without mentioning his name. And uh, then they had a whole discussion. Is Mike Breen just going old white guy? No, that was the conspiracy, was that did the NBA... But then why wouldn't the NBA... Say, like, the, what, the NBA is going to tell Breen, but they're not going to tell fucking... That, I mean, think about how outspoken Mark Jackson and Van Gundy are. They're like, hey, Breen, don't say his name. And then Van Gundy's like, are you not trying to say Drake? Like... Yeah, then they had a huge... There, he's the only one that got the memo. Don't tell Jeff, but try not to say Drake. <laughs> Why do you keep calling the rapper? What's going on here, Mike? Maybe. Bang! Maybe. I don't know. Could have been that. I just thought it was interesting. I think that's a Mike Breen personal decision. That he didn't want to give him attention. I think he's going Phil Simms Redskins style. Remember when Phil Simms just decided he was no longer saying Redskins? Is he still doing that? I don't know. Is Phil Simms even calling football anymore? Wasn't he replaced by Romo? Yeah, he's an in-studio guy. Yeah. There's rumors that Romo wants like the biggest deal ever. Have okay. you seen that? I have not. No. Maybe, maybe bring in Tug for that. Are you, are you still there, Tug, or are you wearing red? Are you too busy looking at murals no, of Tiger Woods? He didn't wear red today. Tiger Woods wasn't in contention. So he okay. Did, he, did not, he did not wear red. In, in fact, he probably did not watch golf whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see him tweet about it or anything. I only saw him respond to our tweets about it. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. 
Is there a little saltiness with Tug and Dirty Sports right now? I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, I've started a Tug Tracker. I know we have Tug was mentioned, but I now, <laughs> I've now started a Tug Tracker. It's going to tr- track Tug's tweets about golf. Yeah. Tug Tracker has not tweeted yet because golf is uh, Tug has not tweeted about golf yet. <laughs> tug has not tweeted about I start The Tug Tracker. I, I started the Tug Tracker after the Masters. So Tug, yeah. tug has not tweeted about golf since the Masters. Yeah. According to the Tug Tracker. Tug Tracker could be wrong. Everybody right now, go go give Tug some love on Twitter. Yeah. Tweet at him. Yeah. Let, let him know we're talking about him here during the live podcast, at Tug Coker. There was some news that I do want to cover before we get to some dirtball calls. Uh, the SEC. SEC. The Southeastern Conference, uh-huh. Joe, has decided to remove their ban on alcoholic beverages at sports events mm. starting August 1st. Interesting. What interesting that they finally uh, were welcome to the 21st century. Well, I mean, by the way, a lot of it's, this isn't just the SEC for people who don't follow college sports. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of a lot, lot of schools, universities just don't. You just, they just don't do booze at like university events, which I don't understand. Why? Stupid. Okay. Sell booze. Don't you want to make money? The SEC is now. They're making a lot of money. The. They were the only Power Five conference that prohibited booze sales to general seating. Just across the board. Yeah. There's probably some schools, right? Like on campus stadiums that like of other Power Five conferences that just go, no, we're not selling booze here. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. I went but to this was a, this was a conference decision. I couldn't get booze at last year's UCLA Cincinnati football game. Right. At the Rose Bowl. But, but but I guess the point is that wasn't a Pac-12 decision. That was just a UCLA decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know why you're not selling booze. Like, like everybody's getting shit-faced already before the game. Because you got to hire that much more. You you know, you got to be, you're checking IDs. There's college kids trying to get drunk. Like, blah, 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 blah. It's just like, maybe it's not worth the headache. So then they bring, they bring in their flasks, they shove up their ass, and then they're I mean, yeah, getting but, drunk on fucking Jack Daniels. Yeah, but like... How many Come people on, are man. really doing that? Come on, man. How many people are really doing that? A lot. A lot? A lot. A lot of when, anal flasks. When you were in school, were you bringing flasks into the games? No, because St. Louis University served booze at the basketball games. Okay. They, we just get fucked up. So like, I'd get sufficiently fucked up to make it through the entire game. No. We always smuggled shit in. In fact, when I when I made road trips, Notre Dame didn't serve booze. I don't know if they do now. I always made a yearly trip up there. We would smuggle everything in. By the way, I smuggle booze in the games... Now that serve booze. Because I don't want to pay the prices. So it's like. What'd you do at Fresno? Did you go to any Fresno games? Oh, I went to all of them. Was, was Carr the quarterback when yeah. you were there? Carr was there and uh, Devontae Adams. They were both there. It was fun to watch. Um, no, so we would always sneak in like bottles of alcohol or whatever, you know, in your pants and all that stuff into the games. Because the first three years I was there, they had that alcohol ban. And then once the alcohol ban was lifted, the last year we were there, then yeah, we still, we still snuck alcohol in and not pay the prices. But then, if we still wanted a drink, then we're like, oh, at least we have the option now. We'll still grab it. I'm sure. I'm certain that there's things with like selling booze. There, you're. I bet you're required to have this much more security. You're required to have people on site who know what a fucking fake ID looks like, and who knows. But I'm just saying. I also the SEC isn't the SEC note like the SEC is tailgate fucking central. It's like. I, it's not like there's not drunk people at the games. But that's my point. Why stop? Just keep serving people. Make that money. Get paid. I don't get it. Well, 
like I mean, it's like anything else, dude. The you know, let's say they make a million dollars selling booze at one game. One girl falls down the steps drunk because she got served, you know, booze with a fake ID, and then fucking you know. Kellyanne's parents sue fucking Auburn for $2 million. Kellyanne Conway. Yeah. And next thing you know, they've lost a million dollars on this fucking process. So, who knows? But good for the SEC. Congratulations. Have your booze. I don't care. I can't believe this made the rundown. You know, <laughs> like, honestly. You could have vetoed it, Joe. I sent the rundown at five hours ago. I did not look at it. Why does nobody look at the fucking rundown? Why do I do it? You do it for you. I do it for the show. Ah, you do it for you. What do you mean for me? You do it for you. You have, you have literally said you. You have even said recently when I was like, "Fuck it, we're not even really doing a rundown." You were like, "Jesus, Ruth, there's no fucking rundown. Like, what are we going to talk about?" You you were critical of me when I don't do the rundown, and you're critical of me when I do do the rundown. You need the rundown for what? You need the rundown to know what you're going to talk about on the show. This is a two-man fucking show, yeah, bro. Yeah, but look, I haven't been looking at the rundown for years, and everything's fine, so. But why don't you look at the rundown? Man, look, why didn't Lawrence Taylor go into the defensive huddles? Because he's just doing his own thing, man, okay? You guys do the scheme, and I'll just be over here being fucking great. I mean, it's a little disrespectful to me. Okay, well, Bill Parcells and Lawrence Taylor had the same conversation. And then in the end, Bill Parcells deferred to, you know what? Do your thing, Hoss. I mean, I'll coach the defense. You go out there and be great. I mean, Aaron was looking at the rundown right before we started. Well, Aaron's the intern. But it was also a little late, in my opinion, Aaron. Like, you gotta... You're not paying Aaron. I generally do it I'm not paying Aaron? No. Are you? No. You didn't even use your fucking Papa John's pizza points on the kid today. What I happened? I thought you were pizza pointing this guy. Well, here's the thing. Aaron, get on the mic. I, I, here's the thing. I, I don't know what to do with him. He doesn't eat pizza. I was oh, gonna right. Get... That's right. You didn't but even the toppings. Your... Those quality toppings there on Papa John's. <laughs> <laughs> the toppings I like. I'll eat those. I'm not ordering pizza just for the uh, toppings for but, you. But generally, I'll, I but do look at I the rundown you? earlier. If, if you're not, that's why I was asking you a thousand questions about your diet <laughs> during the base, basketball game tonight. Because it's like, I don't know what to get Aaron if I'm ordering food for us. I don't know. Soup or something? I don't know. What does he eat? <laughs> because we can't do breadsticks. We can't do calzones. Like, like what? what's your, like, like if you were, uh, if Ruther was like, Anything you want. Like, what are you ordering? From from any place? Yeah, just like whatever. You're like, he's like, it's your diet, twerks. What what kind of food do you want to order? I'm probably going to do like, I don't know, I don't know, In-N-Out protein style burgers. Or like go somewhere, get a salad and, and a beer Oh, or my God. You're like a fucking basic white girl. Get a salad. Oh, okay, let me ask you this. Mal's Kitchen across the street. Chinese he food. He doesn't eat carbs. I don't know what you want from the kid. Oh, if, from that? Okay. Um, Mouse probably, Kitchen. Probably like some Orange like, ginger with, with no rice? Well, definitely no rice. Maybe like like uh, Mongolian beef or something. That's what know? I'm saying. Yeah, with like, like orange the, chicken. the steak and the vegetables. Yeah. yeah. yeah he wants protein and he wants yeah, vegetables. Yeah. Protein what is host and... so hard to understand about this? Because I feel like I didn't notice this. Like this suddenly... Okay. Okay. He already told us. We already went through this. It's relatively new. I, I'm gonna. This is pizza. You ate pizza with us before. Oh, I, I know. This is what I want to. This what I want to bring up. This is what I want to bring up. NBA All Star Weekend. That's what I say. Yeah. NBA All Star Weekend. R.I.P. That fucking footage. Uh, I might still have it for the record. Dirt balls. Dish up some money. You might see it. NBA All Star Weekend. When this. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Just keep going with what twerks the wolves eating. I ordered two. Extra large pizzas from Abbott's Pizza. Mm-hmm. 
you for sure had a couple slices. Yeah, pizza yeah. gate. He's pizza new. Gate. So you did. <laughs> that was... I didn't have all my faculties straight that night. My faculties. You yeah. know, I was... You were stoned and drunk. Yeah. So I was, you know, whatever. The other, what does it say about when you drink, you lose some of your, your judgment or whatever. So yeah, I just, you know. Did we, took it, did we take advantage of you? Like, <laughs> for you to eat pizza? Like, what, what, what happened this? last night? Did I eat carbs? <laughs> sometimes I actually have that fear. I feel I weird. Wake, I definitely wake up sometimes. Did I eat bread? I, oh my I God. Worried. <laughs> After drinking too much, I'll be like, uh-oh, what I eat? Man. So what does your girlfriend think of this? I'm fascinated by this. She she's like she's she pretty t- on board with it. She, she does it with she does, like she tries to do it with me too. She does a pretty good job with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a couple times she'll be like, I ate carbs today. And she'll like tell me all all ashamed. But it's like she does a pretty good job. She does it too. So if I like after the show, if I cut off some strawberries, some raspberries, I'm out. It, you're out. I'm you, out. You're out doing my fruit bowl. Yeah. I got I make a killer fruit bowl now. Brandon, you want some of that Andy Ruther fruit bowl? Nah, I'm good. You don't want the fruit bowl? I mean I I enjoy fruit, but I'm I'm good right now on a fruit fruit bowl. I'll make some after the show. I'm gonna make some for myself. Okay. Anyway, you know what else I'm gonna do, Joe? Fruit bowl. A- after the show, I'm gonna get a little more comfy. Okay. Put on some of my free fly gear. Oh, I love those shorts. Bamboo. Bam, motherfucking. I, I worked out. I worked out in my free fly the other day. How I wore was my, it? I wore my free fly shorts and my free fly boxers. And my free fly top. I did some F45. Yeah. Went to the, hit the gym. Did I tell you about my Costco experience with free fly? No. I think I did. You probably forgot. I was wearing my free fly hat and my- Oh, yeah. The guy who said he loved free fly. Oh, yeah. He's obsessed. So I'm waiting in the line at Costco. Gentleman probably in his 60s. He's, he's staring me up and down. And I'm thinking, is there something going on here? And he just looked at me and he says, free fly. And I go, yeah. And he goes, I go, they're they're- Great, right? I go, they're a great sponsor for our show. And then he like presented himself. He's like, free fry shirt. Because it's the, the free fly <laughs> pant. Like, was he Yoshi? Free fry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he was saying how much he loves their gear. And, and you know what's perfect about this guy? He definitely, you know, looked like an older gentleman. Looked like he'd be someone's dad. Father's Day is just around the corner. Gear up. Two Sundays from today. Yeah, right? So order right, now. So it's here in time. Order now. Get your dad some of that hot bamboo free fly gear. Yeah, gear up for those adventures with dad. You can get 20% off when you And visit. by hot, I mean cool. Andy, yeah. Because it's very, it's very breathable. It is. You can get 20% off when you visit freeflyapparel.com and use promo code DIRTY. Again, that's freeflyapparel.com. Promo code dirty. I'm gonna spell it out for you guys because I'm not good at spelling. F R E E F L Y A P P A R E L dot com. Promo code dirty. Twenty percent off. I can make this guarantee. Your old man will love some free fry gear. <laughs> free fly gear for Father's Day. Can I tell you what I like about free fly? What do you like, Joe? Um, like I said, I wore it the other day to to work out. Everybody's in there and they're like Nike stuff and whatever. I hate being out with like br- this like branding all over me. Yeah, yeah. Very subtle. Love it. Subtle branding on it. There's just like a little thing here, a little thing there. It's just and it's it's chill, like soft tones. I like it. Well, Joe, it's time of the week to hear from the dirt balls. So oh, it's dirt ball calls. We're doing dirt ball calls. We are doing dirt ball calls. So toss on those headphones and uh, let's hear from the dirt balls. Dirt balls, dirt ball calls. Yeah. Dirt balls, dirt ball calls. 
Dirt Balls, Dirt Ball Cars. We got the Dirt Balls, Dirt Ball Cars. All right, we'll start off with uh, Kookmeyer. With a yeah, uh, boy. This is going to be a good question for you because you know a lot more about this surfer than me. But uh, we'll start off with him. Hey, what's up, boys? It's Kookmeyer down here in Orange County. I just wanted to call and talk about uh, steroids in sports. And nobody talks about the most, the biggest user of steroids. It's so clearly obvious. Kelly Slater. Guy's been on the juice for how long now? Nobody fucking looks like that in their mid-40s. Guy's juicing up. I want to know what he's on, and I want to take some myself. <laughs> Found the youth. Stay dirty, boys. Um, Is this known in the surfing world that Kelly Slater's uh, on PEDs? No, but there's there's tons of suspicion of what Kelly's deal is. So that, oh, well, I mean, Kelly's thing is Kelly, I believe, is 47? He's in he's in his mid to late 40s. He's still competing at a very very high level. He's just a couple of years removed from a world title. He's the is, best surfer ever. That's Dave. what I was going to ask. Yeah, no, so, hands down. So like, like he's he's, he's Michael Jordan and LeBron James together. He's that good. Yeah. He has 11 world titles. When did he start winning world titles? When he was like 20, 19. Oh, so he's he's and been he, on and a he's run won them on and off for 25 years. Yeah. Wow. He was, you know, he was on Baywatch. He was, he fucked, he fucked Pamela Anderson. You know, man, he he put it on the map. He is Michael Jordan plus LeBron James together in surfing. Um, <clears throat> he is still doing it at a very high level. The thing about Kelly is Kelly. I mean, it's almost like there's no Santa Claus, right? It's too good to be true. That's the suspicion with Kelly. How is he still doing it? Kelly claims that Kelly doesn't even work out. That Kelly just surfs. That, that hit, that's his training. He just surfs all the time, and so he's in surfing shape. He's like, you want to be a surfer? Then just surf. This is his claim. He doesn't, he, you know, he's apparently does like some jiu-jitsu shit. He was on Rogan, ya boy. Uh, Prano mentions Rogan on while Ruther watches, drink. Uh, he was on Rogan, and he I, th- I know he does, like, UFC shit, or he's, like, fucked around with UFC shit, or he's just, like, a UFC fan, because they talked UFC, like, the whole time. But um, he claimed on Rogan that he basically just surfs. Now, if you surf, you can stay in pretty good shape, and he surfs a lot, and he surfs crazy waves, but it's the ultimate, you know, if, if it's too good to be true. Is, yeah. pro- is probably not true. The idea that he's still doing it at his age and at the level he is is a little suspicious. So, I mean, he has his own. He has his own manufactured like waves, right? He's got a wave pool. That's what I'm saying. That he created. Yeah, he's got. He had a. He had a board company. He's got energy drinks. He's got everything. He's the guy. How much is he worth? Uh, a lot. Not, not like crazy amount, but like I bet you he's worth. I bet you his net worth's like fifty million dollars. No, it's got to be more, right? I'm gonna go fifty million. Fifty million is a lot, by the way. I know it's a lot, but I bet it's more. So I don't know. This is celebritynetworth.com. Yeah, it's kind of a bullshit site, but what's yeah. it say? It says twenty million. Yeah, I bet you it's probably closer to fifty. But like, I, I you never know how they do that. Like. He sold the wave pool to somebody. He sold the wave pool to the World Surf League. Who knows how much he paid investors? But like, you know, 
that's a lot of money, by the way, to be just be to be net worth. You don't make that much money winning surf contests. It's all in sponsorships and shit like that. So, by the way, you know, I'm big into naked and afraid right now. Yeah, I, I fell asleep. I got to finish the episode. You know, it's a few years old. When your girl Anastasia a- Anastasia Ashley went on, yeah, she got attacked by bugs. She bails early. Spoiler, bro. You know, I'm gonna finish it tonight. Well, now you finished it. <laughs> She bails early because of the bugs. She Thanks. She does not make it. Thanks. Well, for everybody else out there. What do you think about, I don't know if you saw my tweet where I want to do naked and home, 21 days, I don't leave my apartment and I'm just fully nude. Yeah, I mean, you're doing this You're doing this podcast alone, obviously. It was a call in or tugging. What are you talking about? What do you mean? You wouldn't come in if I was naked? No. Why not? I'm not doing a podcast with you on this couch naked. I'll, I'll cover I, up my I, junk. I, honestly, I... I'm pretty grossed out that you do it without sh- shoes and socks sometimes. I'll cover up my junk. With what? That's... You've, you've already seen my dick, dude. I know, but I'm not sitting next to you Why? naked while you do while we do a sports podcast. Like it'd be kind of fun. But like that's you also then you're not naked at home where you put on a little what? Loincloth? Yeah, I'm naked I can make it out of leaves like they do on Naked and Afraid. You only get one like item on Naked and Afraid, right? Yeah. What what have you found to be the best? Item that people bring. I saw one where a guy brought just duct tape, and I was like, "This guy's killing the duct tape game." He like made them clothes immediately. He was duct taping everything together. He made a house out of duct tape. That's what she brought. Anastasia. Who? Yeah, but she's not competent enough to use it. Uh, the fire starter. Uh, a lot of times, depending on where you're at, mosquito net can be huge because I can always use it as a fishing net. Right. Depending on you know if you're in like a jungle or those sort of tropical environments. I mean, it'd be tough. I mean, the thing is, the fe- I don't know if you heard. Next hockey game is on NBC Sports because Naked and Afraid's on uh, NBC. So, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people love that show. It's a popular yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to our next call. Can't spin this. Hey, Andy and Joe, former Panama City dirtball turned hurricane refugee. Jay Lunch for calling in for the first time in a while. Quick question. I, I just want to know your thoughts on a high school in Texas hiring Art Bryles to coach their children. I'd really love to know what y'all think about this. I'd say it's a pretty bad look. Anyways, guys, thanks for everything. Stay dirty. All right. Remind me, Art Bryles, Baylor? Yeah, and arguably one of the worst rape sexual – like it was a combo cover-ups in – long time right like i mean there was countless rapes and sexual assaults that he covered up that the athletic department covered up but now when jay lunds says bad look texas high school football team gets quality texas football coach guy who coached rg3 guy who coached you know a lot of big time players i'm just saying if we win state i mean Rape state, rape state, which is greater. Going state. You knew somebody was going to hire him. Yeah. At some point. Uh, it's it's certainly a bad look, but it's Texas. Yeah. You know, though, I do have a question. Obviously, what he did was I'm not aw- sure. I'm not sure the boosters of the high school team give a fuck. What he allowed was awful, and no one would ever condone that. But it does raise the question for anyone in life. At what point can you work again? 
we, we you know we see this I'm saying we, we talk about this all the time you and ourselves with what's going on now in a lot of these movements at what point is it fine for someone to work in because because I see a lot of hypocrisy you see a lot of celebrities that are out supporting people who were in jail for a lot of times like legit murderers and stuff and that they should be able to get a job if they ever get out of jail or armed robbery. You know what I'm saying? All these serious crimes. But but then on these Our pe- last presidential election in the United States of America was Donald Trump versus Hillary Clinton. Donald Trump is on tape talking about assaulting women, has been accused of assaulting women. Hillary Clinton has been accused of essentially being the fucking Harvey Keitel in Pulp Fiction the mob boss. clean up, cover up for yeah her husband who was the president of the United States raping people. So, uh, yeah, I think that ship sailed. That was the two final candidates for the highest office in the land. Just a great big bowl of rape nuts. Not grape nuts, rape nuts. Those were not Cause be- there was nuts. I'll tell and you what, there is people being raped with nuts. You know, it's not going to be my fruit bowl after the show, Rape Nuts. No. We are going to omit the rape nuts from that fruit bowl. Okay. De- a Supreme Court justice is accused of fucking raping somebody? Yeah, but again, a lot of people are accused. Okay. What was our brows, was our brows accused of? Well, he wasn't just accused. I mean, he was, like, he, he was a cover-up. He was part right, of it. But he wasn't raping people, right? But that's what I'm saying. Right. That's my question is you knew he was going to get hired at some point. This is where I'm always I don't have an answer to this. Is him being hired now a problem, but if he's hired 10 years from now, it's not a problem. Like this whole ambiguous when But he's did, hired. Yeah, so who's what's the who's prob, who's got a problem? I saw when he got hired. I I mean obviously you see the stink. Okay. You, yeah. So expectedly. What, people are angry on the internet. Yeah, of course. Okay, people are angry on the internet about a lot of things. Look, I look, by, agree. by the way, I I'm I don't think it's I, I like if I was in charge of that school, I would never fucking hire the guy. Okay? But I'm not in charge of fucking Texas High School Athletics and I have a feeling uh me and the people who run Texas High School athletic departments probably don't have a lot in common. No, sir. No. You're going to be in Texas. Sure am. Amarillo. Everything's bigger in Texas. Including my dick. I mean, potentially, I guess, with like being the warmer weather, the humidity. Yeah, could be. Maybe? Yeah. Big fan of my dick jokes. Do you like the, all the ones I did the other night? Yeah, you were killing the game. <laughs> I was, wasn't I? I was pretty impressed with my, my dick jokes. What you're talking about when we went to Lachlan's taping? Yeah. Yeah. My dick joke game was strong that night. Five people in the Corolla hatchback. Yeah. We set in records. Too many. Probably too, too many, but we made it. We got it done. Have you recovered being sitting in the back? I was fine. Yeah. Because when I took Justin Wood home, he was like, oh, my God, I can finally move this seat back a little. I mean, it was an hour. It was less than an hour both ways. Yeah. You know? Uh, I got news for you. When you're 6'4 and you fly L.A. to New York. You're used to it. Yeah. You don't have more room than you have in the back of the Corolla. I got you. All right. Let's get to uh, two remaining calls. 
What's up, guys? Corbin from Colorado here. I've got two quick questions. Uh, one is ranking the LeBrons, like the best LeBron era to the worst LeBron era. Like some would say maybe Miami Heat, number one LeBron, 2019 Laker LeBron, like number five. Uh, so maybe go through the rankings of that. I've also got a personal question. So living out here in Colorado, I go to a lot of Rockies games, and my one goal has been to catch an opposing team's home run ball and throw it back on the field. But am I a cheddar dick for that? I want you guys' opinion because, you know, I haven't had the situation occur yet, but if it does, I want to know what to do. Thanks. Stay dirty. I think you're a cheddar dick if you catch an opposing team's ball and don't throw it back. I agree. It's sort of your duty. It's fun. At a home game. Yeah. Honestly, I, I also think it's a pretty boss move if you are a traveling fan to even throw the home team's ball back. Well, that is a boss move. That's a boss move right there. Be like, hey, kid, you want that fucking ball? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You throw that back. Uh, ranking the LeBrons, let's be honest. It's a little early to make a claim on Lakers LeBron, but right now that would be four, right? If we're going by like his movements, so five. It's first Cavs run, Miami, second Cavs run, Lakers run. It's four. Right? So I don't know how he's putting him five, but I I know the popular thing to say Miami. No, it's the second Cavs run. Second Cavs run. Hands down for me. What he did in those finals from 2015 through 2018. Just beating the 73-1 Warriors yeah. team. The block. The leading the entire uh, the entire finals in every statistical category. Yes. LeBron James had fantastic MVP runs in Miami. But let's be honest, he was the MVP when he was on the Cavs those first couple years back, too. People just got sick of giving him the award every year. I'm going second Cavs, Miami, first Cavs, Lakers. I agree. When I, when I heard the call today, that's the first thing I thought. Those two titles of those four years in Miami, look. It's hard to win NBA titles. He won MVPs. Did he win? Did he win the MVP all four years he was there? No. No. Should have probably. Um, two titles, great. But like some would say, there was some disappointment in him only winning two there. I would. One in Cle- he brought an NBA title to Cleveland against the seventy-three-one Warriors team, and he made the finals every year that he was back in Cleveland. Yeah, and what he did in those finals. Just crushing the game. He also is responsible for the Warriors again. He's responsible for... He broke their will. Yeah. Draymond Green is on record of going into the parking lot crying and calling Kevin Durant. Yeah. That's his claim, by the way. This isn't this isn't folklore. Yeah. He's like, I went to the parking lot. I called Kevin Durant. Second Cavs, Miami. First Cavs, Lakers. All right, so we got one final call. He cuts in and out. Got got to work on this, Preston, before I play your call. Got to work on speaking into the telephone. But it's a good call. Let's let's try to hear it through. Hey guys, it's uh, your Indiana sports football, uh, um, Preston, and I'm uh, just calling because I really like the conversation about the Toronto Mount Rushmore. And so I guess I've got two questions about that. Is one what are your guys' uh, sports Mount Rushmore? Um, two, um, what is maybe some of the greatest 
uh, state Mount Rushmore's, because um, I think that the Indiana has a pretty good Mount Rushmore. I put uh, Peyton Manning, Reggie Miller, Larry Bird, and maybe Bob Knight. Uh, he could be replaceable, um, but I figure if you're going uh, the biggest influence from Indiana, those are probably four of the biggest guys. So I think it's a pretty good one, and uh, I'm curious as to maybe what you think is better and definitely what your guys' favorites are. So uh, just let me know and stay dirty. Well, it's a little confusing with Indiana because you're using guys who were from there but also guys who played there. Is that allowed? Why? You mean like Larry Bird? Yeah. Cause well, Larry's... Larry Bird also played at Indiana State. Oh, yeah, true. Good point. Um, I think the New York Mount Rushmore of sports is pretty easy. Um, Babe Ruth's got to be on there, right? I've heard of him. Uh, like, to me, I think, to me, I think, in a city like New York, when you have all four of the teams represented, it just seems dumb that you wouldn't have one of each of them, right? Yeah. I'm going to go Babe Ruth. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go... Mark Messier brought brought a cup back to New York, and before that was 1940. I'm gonna go uh, for the Knicks. That's tough. I mean, it's got to be it's got to be from that championship team, right? What what do you? Uh, <laughs> I said it's old Sugarfoot Eddie Curry. <laughs> old Sugarfoot. Um. Oh man, I think so. I think football actually gets pretty difficult. I think if you were to do New York football right, you would have because the two sides of the ball are so drastically I mean, different. Come too. on, it's LT, bro, dude. LT was for sure the reason that the New York Giants won in '86. LT. That that ninety team was not built around Lawrence Taylor. Now he had a great career in New York, but like it's a Super Bowl or bust league. The idea that you're not even considering Eli Manning on the New York sports Mount Rushmore kind of ludicrous. Uh, I, come on, he has as many titles as Lawrence Taylor did for the team. And come on, bro, Joe. What? Come on. We're, we're, and you've even said this, and you know this. We're talking about LT, who is in most people's eyes. The greatest defensive player of all time. But not, what does that mean for New York? Hold on. And not only that, because he played for the Giants. I mean, Bill Belichick himself is on record. If you watch that 30 for 30, he's saying the greatest player that Bill Belichick, he says this, that he's ever coached is Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. No one has a problem with that. But what that translates into for New York sports is one for sure world championship. Then he's a part of that other team. That's why I'm saying, look, here's the thing. If you put a gun to my head and you say, is it Lawrence Taylor or is it Eli Manning? It's Lawrence Taylor. But that's why I say, if you wanted, if you were to do New York sports right and you were going to show the four major sports, you would have the Babe, right? 
Derek Jeter and Mariano Rivera and Yogi Berra, they call suck my dick. Like it's bit we're talking about the great Bambino here. Okay? You would do Messier for hockey. I think you'd go half a face for the offense and defense of the New York football giants. And then you'd go a New York Nick from the fucking seventies team. Which I guess you'd go Walt Frazier? No, you'd probably go fucking Bernard King? No, you go Earl Monroe. Probably. Probably go Earl Monroe. Probably go Earl of Pearl. Okay. Who do I go? That's I think that if by the way if you put it on me, that's what I do. I do Babe, Messier, Earl Monroe, and half a face of Eli Manning and half a face of Lawrence Taylor. If if you made me choose one, I'd go Lawrence Taylor. If you go Ohio, obviously you have LeBron. Mm-hmm. But then don't you also want Jim Brown? Yeah. But then I would say Oscar Robertson's just not on this. He's from Cincinnati. He went to University of Cincinnati. They won two titles. He played the Cincinnati Royals. He's an all-time great. I mean, I don't know. You tell me. It's your fucking state, bro. Because it gets confusing with baseball then. Because the Reds had such the big red machine. Pete Rose is from Cincinnati. Right. You've you got to have him on there. He's born and raised, and he played for the Reds. So you're, so you're, but like, so you're not saying. But was Pete Rose more important to those teams than Joe Morgan? Johnny Bench? Johnny Bench, Joe Morgan. Foster's winning MVPs, right? Like, he won one. Perez is a Hall of Famer. I don't know. I mean, if, if I'm picking four, I'm going to say Jim Brown, LeBron. But then, you, then I'm trying. You know, I'm sure I'm missing a lot of football players too that went to Ohio State, but or that are from there. I mean, Ohio State's pumped out so many players from Ohio. It'd be tough, though. So who do you got? LeBron, Jim Brown, Jim Brown. Those are locks. Locks. I mean, that's the Babe, and that's you know Messier. Is Oscar not a lock though? I don't know. Where did he play? What was he's? He's. You know he played. Sure, he, make him a fucking lock. I don't it, care. He played it, and then call and then put Sable up there and call it a day. Chris Sable. I don't know. Barry Larkin, Eric Davis. I mean, I want to lean towards Pete Rose. He's the all-time hit king. I say Pete Rose, and he's from Cincinnati. Although Ranker, by the way, has Walt Frazier over Earl Monroe, which is okay. Although Ken Griffey, got Carmelo Anthony, but, but what about this? I mean, Ken Griffey Jr., born and raised Cincinnati kid. Granted, his Reds days weren't that good, but he's born and raised Cincinnati. Who's that? Ken Griffey Jr. spent the first eighteen years of his life Ken in Cincinnati. Griffey Jr. is on the fucking Ohio Hall of Fame, of fucking Mount Rushmore. He's probably on the Seattle Mount Rushmore. Okay. California's tough. Oh yeah, it's really tough. I, I couldn't choose states. I wouldn't know. What do you mean? Like, he's saying, what's the best state? Oh, I don't know, but California's just so goddamn big. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you got to go... <sighs> I mean, does, like, Montana make it or does Rice make it? I mean, Rice is the goat goat, right? But Montana has got the fucking... His face looks like it belongs on Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Then you got to put Magic up there. Kareem? I mean, come on. 
Shaq. I mean, Jerry West. Jerry West is the goddamn logo. Yeah. Basketball gets tough. Don't forget, fucking San Diego's part of California, too. Tony Gwynn's jawless face up on. Too soon, Joe. Too fucking soon. Well, look. It's a great hitter, but it's not like the facts about chewing tobacco weren't out there. (laughs) All right. That's the show, guys. Everybody's got Walt Frazier number 200 Ewing. I mean, Ewing was a great Nick, but you don't get a title. All right. I'm putting Walt up there then, I guess. Dress is better, too. Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing, best wrestler out of them all. Shout out to Luigi. Shout out to Luigi, those sharp down and Karen suits. That is the episode. If you guys want to leave your call or question, 310-359-8365. And uh, if you want to sit in on the show, I think Maniacal Mitch is sitting in on our next show Wednesday night from Australia. Awesome. Well, he's not. Yeah. He's going to be here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's in San Diego right now. I think this might be. Is this our first foreign dirtball sitting in on an episode? If you say so. I'm asking. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. We haven't. How many people have we had sit in? I think just maybe three. By the way, I'm gonna. I have I have something in these. I have something I need to bring up. Speaking of dirt balls, who have been in the Smut Studio, he, he shall not be named. Right? You, we all know who we're talking about at this point. Yeah. Recently, I don't know if he still listens to the show. If he does, I want him to hear it. He has he has called my phone late at night. Ooh. Twice recently. Yeah. I will find you. And I will kick your head repeatedly hey. until your eyes are actually straight like a normal human being. Let me ask I you. I will kick your head in. You owe me $100. And until you pay me that $100, you are dead to me. And if you ever call me again, I will find you in whatever shit tent the fucking U.S. military has your government welfare ass fucking hanging out in. And I will kick your – I will go full code red on you. I will beat you – with a fucking sock filled with soap, you cross-eyed fuck. I'll throw you off the fucking Niagara Falls, you upstate New York trash. You, f- How dare you ring my phone at fucking five in the morning? It sounds like that's who's been calling me. I have two missed FaceTimes late. That's it, your boy. Is it 716? Probably. I mean, I have him in my phone. It's upstate New York. That's your boy. I have two recent missed FaceTimes. The other, the other one the other day was like, like 3.30 in the morning. I woke up. I go, who is FaceTiming me? Tyrod Taylor from, from his old Buffalo number. Joe, Joe, Joe. You defended him, and look what happened, He's buddy. calling you, too. I know. I, blo- I, bl- I didn't know who it was. I blocked. After the second one, I blocked that person. I blocked it, too, but I knew who it was. You cross-eyed fuck. You walleye-having motherfucker. You defended him. I defended him. Do you he was, want- he was he was entertaining. But I did I didn't I didn't defend him knowing that he was a fucking welching scumbag. You know what? Um, should I play this? I've never played this. I pulled a clip from that episode of him. In my opinion it sounds like he's about to cry. 
he's so worked up saying how much his life is better than mine. I swear I have it somewhere. I don't think he deserves the fame and fortune of being featured on the show. You don't want me to play it? No. It's one of his long... It's it's like a minute or two rant. And... Uh, his name does not deserve to be okay. said on the show. His voice does not to be heard on the show. Interesting, because it's like you, you've come on board with me. Well, n- like, look. Here's the thing. And this is... This goes back. We we we've we've talked a lot of Game of Thrones on this show recently with the end of Game of Thrones. Jamie Lannister pushed a kid out a window, right? Jamie Lannister murdered people. Jamie Lannister fucking his own sister. This savage, fucking despicable guy. But kind of at the end of the show, didn't you like him, Jamie? Yeah, yeah I did. Right? Because one thing, the one thing, pushing fucking children, p- crippling children. The dude paid his debts. He's like, I'll fucking murder children, but I don't welch on my debts because he knows that's actually worse than fucking your own sister and trying to murder children is being a welch, not paying your debts. Nothing's more disgraceful. So, look, I was defending the Jamie Lannister of the Dirty Sports Podcast. Do not compare him to Jamie Lannister. And then he's actually worse. Except instead of a fucking missing hand, he's got fucked up eyes. <laughs> and feet that look like fucking Oh my god. Hodor. <laughs> like he's been walking around in fucking black water. Well, that's an even better way to end the episode. I'm glad you got that out. Quick YouTube question from Jack Cagney. What's more likely, Raptors win the finals? Or he who shall not be named being let back in the dirty sports. Uh, it's the Raptors. I mean, it's 1-1. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely the Raptors. 513-310-359. What was that? I'm mixing my own number with... 310-359-8365. That's 310-359-8365. That's the Dirty Sports Hotline. Did I just start combining my phone number yeah. with the Dirty Sports? You glitched up there for a second. Jesus. You were, you were so in on the Ohio Mount Rushmore. Okay. Joe Prano, what's going on in your world? Lots of plugs for you today. Uh, Have at it. First of all, I will be. I just got word that I'll be headlining the Stress Factory in Bridgeport, Connecticut. That is Thursday, the twenty seventh of June. So I was at the Whaler the other day doing the comedy show. Middle of my set, kids walk in, they sit down, and then one of them goes, "Dirty Sports Podcast," and I was like, "What?" And they just happen to be dirt balls that were in town from. Portland, Connecticut. Are you serious? Yeah. Who was and it? I don't know. And they fucking left before I could. That was a good catch. They left before I could talk to them, too. Two kids. They both listen to the show, I think. They're from Portland, Connecticut. So there's Connecticut dirtballs out there. And I joked with them while I was on stage. Um, so shout out to you guys who came. If there's any other Connecticut dirtballs, I'm headlining 
the Stress Factory in Bridgeport, Connecticut on the 27th. I'll be doing like a long set, probably 45 minutes. And then the rest of the weekend, I'll be opening for the legendary Gilbert Godfrey. So uh, that's exciting. But if you're in and around Connecticut, come watch me headline. Uh, pretty excited for it. So uh, the link for that is in the bio on my Instagram. While you're there, you can follow me on Instagram, at Joe Prano. Follow me on Twitter, at Fix Your Life. My other plug is when I go on the road, I take, as you know, I take little uh, download cards for Joe Prano Takes a Stand. And some people have been asking me where to get Joe Prano Takes a Stand. And, you know, it's always been available on my website. But I've had a bunch of these cards in my backpack that I take on the road. And about 30 of them got kind of damaged. They're not damaged. Like, think baseball card, but instead of being in mint condition, they're in good condition. You know, just some corners and stuff like that peeling off. So I'm giving these ones away at a discount. If you Venmo me $3, I will sign one. Put, put whatever you want me to put in the uh, in the message on Venmo. I'll sign one. I'll mail it to you. And you'll have the special. You have a free forever download of the special. And you'll have a signature on the card You know that you can keep forever. I usually sell them for like 10 bucks, But since these ones are slightly damaged, I'm not going to sell them on the road. So I got 30 of them. I want to give away for cheaper. I'm asking for 3 bucks because that's what it's going to take to get me to the post office and buy a stamp and shit like that. So for $3, limited quantities only. I got 30 of them. I'll sign them. I'll send them to you. Put whatever you want me to write on the message and the message thing on Venmo. And uh, I'll, I'll hit you back if I run out of them. So those are my plugs. Awesome. And again, if you drop an iTunes review or if you've already dropped one, update it. Leave your Twitter or Instagram handle and I will send you some koozies. And you can follow the show at The Dirty Sports on both Twitter and Instagram and me at Andy Ruther and all the above. I know Aaron's trying to push his uh, DS interns. Joe, stop doing that. Yeah, I'm always trying to push the uh, DS interns Twitter. So that please handle. follow me on Twitter. at The handle is at DS interns. And uh, the, I guess the page's name is Torch with Wolves. Um, and yeah, I'm going to keep posting more stuff on there and uh, go from there. Also, just for the sake of the comment section, Andy, one more question for you because Calvin here, Dirtball, has been asking nonstop, what is your actual pick for the NHL finals? Please don't <laughs> leave the Blues cursed, Ruther. Uh, Bruins and six. Bruins and six. Wow, reverse curse. Yeah, Bruins and six. There it is. Okay, guys, that is the show. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Murky. Okay, guys. That's the show. We're going to be our finished here now. Guys, that's the show. Thanks to everybody in YouTube. Appreciate all the comments. Thanks to everybody who did not listen on YouTube. But you should watch it on YouTube as well. Get get double the dirty sports. You get all kinds of hot basketball action. That's right. Have a great week. We'll see you again, I believe, Wednesday night, like I said. Maniacal Mitch will be here live. Up in the house from down under. In the smut studio. Okay, Dirtballs, thanks for the support. Have a great few days and stay dirty.